Healthy eating is becoming easier and easier with wonderful franchises such as Main Squeeze Juice Company. Join me as I talk with Julie Conseco, who's the Chief Operating Officer, and she's also a registered dietitian, as she tells us about their emerging brand and the plans they have. Welcome to the Franchise You Podcast, where key industry leaders provide education and inspiration. Here's your host, Dr. Kathy Gosser, the director of the Yum Center for Global Franchise Excellence at the University of Louisville. And welcome to another episode of Franchise You. With me today, I have Julie Conseco. Welcome, Julie. Hi. Thanks so much, Kathy. Ah, it's so great to have you. You are the Chief Operating Officer at Main Squeeze Juice Company, which is, mm-hmm. ah, that's just a great name, which we'll talk about that in a moment. But you graduated almost 10 years ago from Louisiana State University with a degree in nutrition sciences. And you worked as a registered dietitian before you joined Main Squeeze over five years ago. So you have been true to your passion of nutrition for your entire career. So let's get started and first tell us a little bit about your primary responsibilities at Main Squeeze as the COO. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, So a little about me as Chief Operating Officer. So I really oversee the umbrella of operations at Main Squeeze Home Office Headquarters. And so that includes several departments. So that includes our marketing team, right? The marketing initiatives, the PR, all the campaigns that coordinates a lot with our product development department, right? New LTOs and product growth and innovation and of course, we want to stay hip with the time. So we totally had a Taylor Swift chai cookie latte inspiration for the holidays. So the fun stuff too. I also work with our technology department. We have a really robust technology and development, kind of just a whole suite of tools that are um, really a different tool and resource that we have at our franchise compared to other franchises, especially juicing production franchises. And then I oversee really our operations department as well, which is think of quality assurance, training, and then store level operational support. So really, I work hand in hand with every single department. I joke, I wear every hat all day, every day, you know, but that's really how I, um, I really thrive like that. And I really enjoy that type of work effort and culture because it's, um, always something new. You know, the new challenges are very, very inspiring to me. Maybe it's just the competitive nature I was raised in more than anything. And really, it's, it's just incredible that we also have the opportunity. My job is, you know, being able to help create solutions to a lot of the obstacles and the barriers that we've seen. So, I mean, since 2020, I've had an umpteen um, increase in all of those. Uh, but it's been, it's been a really incredible journey. I actually started the company as the quality assurance manager and then went into VP of operations and then as chief operating officer in 2020. That's awesome. And you know, you wear a lot of hats as chief operating officer, many more than a lot of COOs do given the product development, the marketing, et cetera. How did you move from being a registered dietitian to the world of corporate franchising? Yeah, um, it certainly was not a move that I had envisioned for myself, um, so to speak. You know, I joke, I've actually known about franchising since I was um, a toddler. My dad opened up one, a putt-putt franchise, and I grew up in a pack-and-play back there. And, um, you know, so it's been in my, you know, entrepreneurism and sales and people, that's kind of always been in my blood. But, um, you know, I just, I had a lot of personal ties to nutrition and health and wellness, and it just grew this passion of really wanting to help others um, and really helping people before they ever got sick. You know, I want people to live their very best life. You know, like, how's your quality? How do you feel? That's what's most important to me. Mm -hmm. And so it's interesting that, you know, when I became a dietitian, I got so much 
out of working with clients and, you know, doing that realm, I was able to actually work in a public health sphere where I was working with restaurants with healthy eating actually right before this. And it was just so crazy because I was like, this is the impact. This is how you reach the masses, you know? Uh, I mean, we're also in New Orleans. So you can imagine the challenge um, that I had in trying to reduce the sodium and um, the Tony Saturies that we're adding to the gumbo and the butter that's in the roux and, you know, all that other good stuff. So it was a really incredible opportunity for me to get out of, you know, just day-to-day clients and like apply that health to a menu almost, right? And everybody's day-to-day. And, uh, you know, when we discovered Main Squeeze, my, my husband and my brother discovered it before I did. Actually, I, I had a career. I was paving the way for this public health company, Ethan Nola. I was getting them a grant to expand throughout the state. I mean, I was was driven. I was going to be doing this. And um, we found Main Squeeze. I'll never forget driving home from the airport from our honeymoon. And uh, my brother was like, you have to come see this place. Like this, this is what we're doing. Like, this is what we're going to do. Like, you need to see this. And my brother's like, Julie, you know, I don't like vegetables. I drank like everything there, you know, like it was so good. And me, I mean, I was working a lot. I was, I mean, I was really, I also had the stability of, um, I had health insurance. I had 401k, you know, I had a lot um, that was, I was going to be kind of our stability if they were going to take that leap. But, you know, I mean, I just, you know, when you talk about opportunity and impact and I was like, this is more than New Orleans. This is more than Louisiana. This is, this is nationwide. This is, this is globally. I mean, this is like, it's a movement, it's a revolution. And so, you know, for me, I think that's what drives me a lot, you know, is like an impact. And, you know, we always, I think our parents are very purpose-driven people and they instilled that, you know, that's our thing and uh, that type of leadership. And uh, so that's really what, I mean, and I was only guaranteed a three-month salary job uh, when I did the switch, actually, at the time. I mean, we had nothing. We had a dream (laughs) and an idea. And, um, but I also knew that I just had the tools that they needed to be able to create this. You know, I saw what Thomas was able to do and I know what my husband can do. And I just, I knew that if I was able to come in almost on that food and nutrition side, and then also like my experience of working with restaurants, which I had just been doing, you know, for a year, Mm -hmm. um, I just thought that that was really going to propel the business, you know, and that's what uh, Thomas saw and I saw. And that's just, it's the leap of faith that I took. And I haven't looked back ever since. <laughs> oh my gosh, I guess not. Because when you think about coupling your love of nutrition with this wonderful brand and with your family, I mean, that's just incredible. And then yeah. to top it off, Julie, you've been named one of the 21 women in the lead for 2023 from Fast Casual. That is amazing. So I read <laughs> that you. I read that article and I was like, oh gosh, that is fantastic. So that has <laughs> to confirm your decision over five years ago. <laughs> yes. No, I'm so thankful and I've just I've grown so much as a person and this um I know it's you know building our team and building this brand and the franchisees and the customers, our community. I mean, it's been it's been incredible. Yeah, when you can get someone who doesn't like vegetables to drink their vegetables. That's pretty incredible. So let's talk about Main Squeeze Juice Company. So it's a Mm -hmm. fast, casual juice and smoothie bar concept that was started in Lake Charles, Louisiana in 2017. Mm -hmm. And you're focused on serving the highest quality, most nutritious, non-pasteurized, cold-pressed juices, which I'm going to ask you to explain in a moment. (laughs) Superfood smoothies, organic and wild harvested bowls, and other healthy items. Can you tell us a little bit more about all of that? 
Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, the beauty of our menu is that, you know, whatever we're serving, you know, that it's going to be good for you. Um, and so everything that, you know, we're putting out there, one, it's very, very clear. It's very simple. We're transparent about ingredients. Some recipes only have four ingredients and we think that's a good thing. You know, um, simplicity is key and fresh is key for us. And that is really what I think sets our company and our mission apart in terms of the product quality. We're actually now I think the only juice franchise serving raw cold pressed juice and not pasteurized cold pressed juice. And it's because it's not necessarily the easiest thing to do. That's why we built the business tools and the resources that we did that was to be able to continue that because, you know, our products, they are, it, they really bridge the gap for so many people, you know, and I've grown up and, you know, my parents have not always been the healthiest. I mean, my, my parents both worked full time. I shared that I grew up in a pack and play at a pub club. And, um, you know, and so it's, you know, it's, it's important to be able to have healthy products, but healthy products that are approachable, healthy products that not only make you feel good, but taste really good, you know, because you need to drink them again. Um, and that's what our communities needs, what our population needs in order to like feel good about health. And so that's what our products do. I mean, you were drinking a kale smoothie and I'm telling you, Kathy, you don't even know that it's in there, you know, and that actually goes down to how we order the ingredients in the blender when we make it, how we prepare all the products before that, the settings that we put on the blender, you know, I mean, and even just the freezer temperatures that we use. I mean, it is a very, very precise product and it's a high quality product. So you're going to be eating things like kale and Swiss chard and hemp protein and chia seeds. And you're really not even going to notice the difference. Um, and that's, what's beautiful. You know, I have a, I have a, you know, our, my parents who are now huge, my mom gets our frozen blended latte instead of her favorite drive-through um, coffee that she used to get. Cause it is so good. And it's got brain octane oil and it's got almond butter and it's not full of heavy creams and fats, you know, and it really does make you feel great. Yeah. Not just, Hey, I'm doing something good for myself, but these products you feel it, you know, you really feel it. And I think we also source the best products. You know, we source our acai berries like from the Amazon rainforest, like making sure that from the climate, it's not, you know, something that is powdered and sent. It's literally frozen at the harvest site and shipped to our distributors because that's like how fresh it is and what we don't compromise on. And trust me, like that's been our challenge mm -hmm. um, in the pandemic and everybody in the, everybody that's been dealing with supply chain will say that, you know, we've all had to compromise and sacrifices and do substitutes we may not have normally done. But that's why I really love and I'm really passionate about working because I know that there are other options out there. I have had that experience before. Um, so our products are always going to be the top quality out there. They're also the freshest. You know, we cold press our juice. So I know you have questions about that. Um, cold pressing is actually just the, think of it as the method in which you extract the juice from the product, okay? So you've seen different juicers where you can just put everything in there and the liquid comes out, right? And maybe a little bit of pulps and some carrots and kales in there. It's okay. But yeah. juice like that actually only lasts for about 30 minutes. No more actually than 24 hours because it's just the way that it's juiced, it's heated. And anybody that knows anything about nutrition and stabilization, it's oxidation. And so it breaks down the enzymes, that's all the color change and the flavor profile. And more importantly for us, it's the nutrient profile begins to deteriorate. So we invest in a much more expensive juicer. It is literally the best one on the market made by rocket scientists. Um, it's got a bunch of patents on it. And what it does is it's a two-part process. You know, what it does is it basically, it um, shreds the produce to think of it like a really large cheese grater. Okay. It's going to create like a pulp in a sense. 
And then we put in our cold press bags that squeeze the liquid right out. And so we catch that juice right there. So it's never heated. And we actually yield the most product out of any other juicer on the market. And then our product is actually shelf stable for a good seven days. Wow. Um, that's what we're actually legally allowed to sell it for. It, I drink them past that because we make them a lot. But yeah. um, like that's, that's a huge thing in terms of profitability for a juice product and business. And that is why you know, I think our brand um, does better than the rest. And that also means we have more control over the cost of our products because we're not outsourcing it or getting it HPP'd and bottled somewhere else, right? Like we are doing it and we can control that. Um, and we work really, really hard at the home office to create programs that support our franchisees to continue doing that because that is going to be the most um, profitable way to make your juice production. Right? And those are the words franchisees like to hear is what oh, can yeah. be profitable for them. Let's uh, talk about the industry for a moment. I read some statistics on statista.com regarding the global health and wellness food market value. And it's just crazy. In 2022, it was valued at $841 billion, and it's projected to increase by $1 trillion in 2026. What are your thoughts about the growth of the industry that you're in? Yeah, you know, I mean, for us, you know, I, I think that we always knew that this was an up and coming wellness trend concept more so than anything, because you can think of your traditional juice bars and it's wheatgrass. I don't know why, but everybody thinks of that, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so this is like the new age version. And the thing is, is that, you know, everybody wants information and education. And unfortunately, everybody's just getting really unhealthy. And so they need the education and the information and the need is there. Um, so, you know, the demand is there because people are looking for ways to feel better, right? Um, mm -hmm. Physically, mentally, and really for their health. You know, some people, I, I've met people who are looking to get pregnant and they need these things for fertility. I've met people with diabetes that are coming in and trying to make sure they're eating the right things. I've got somebody who's has ulcerative colitis and is doing a juice cleanse to like heal their body so that they can begin eating real food again. That's just the juice segment. And then you think of the fresh food, you think of plant-based that is, I mean, we, this is the way, you know, um, is really what it is because plant-based and that one is sustainable. It's better for the environment. It is actually cheaper for people nowadays, mm -hmm. you know, which is what we've been saying. Um, and it is good for everyone. And look, I'm not saying we're not all vegans here in the office. I'm in Louisiana. I would have a very hard time <laughs> being a full-time plant-based person here, but we are a plant-forward company and that's just right. what we believe. We don't believe in extremes. We yeah. believe in bringing this into wellness. And so it's like what's beautiful about our categories, it's almost, it's combined with the personal health and revolution that you've seen, right? From the healthcare industry, to companies, to different metrics, right? Like, and especially different generations, like knowing that's their priority. And, you know, I think the last thing I'll say about that is, you know, the pandemic put a lot of juice bars to the test. You know, shockingly enough, Kathy, 2020 was one of our best years, actually, as a system. And I mean, I will say it's because we did a lot of, I think it's so much towards the effort of our home office and our franchisees and just the dedication that everybody had. But two, it's because we had a product people wanted at mm -hmm. that time. We had a product people needed because our product has a purpose. Mm -hmm. It's not just food, not just a meal. It's, it's like a prescription in mm -hmm. a sense, right? And it's what's going to help you feel better. And it's something that you can feel good about giving your kids. I have a two-year-old, you know, and bringing her to Main Squeeze is like, watching her try to climb up our juice fridge, looking for juice, just like oh. melts my little heart, you know? So, um, I mean, that's really what's incredible about this segment yeah. though, is it hits every age, every demographic, and literally everybody needs it in some way, shape or form at some point in their life. 
So, you know, the opportunities are endless. (laughs) I can (laughs) see why you're growing. Your enthusiasm is contagious. And I'm thinking, why isn't there one here where I can run to my car right now and get and get something? (laughs) But, you know, you currently have 28 locations open and you have 60 more in the works. And I can see why. But why have you all chosen franchising as your growth strategy? Yeah, well, and you know, that's a great question because a lot of companies could do a corporate strategy, right? A corporate location. Um, and we did open one corporate location to start our business. Yeah. And that was so that we could learn the ins and the outs. And I will say we learned we learned a lot of them um, and that experience from store openings to vendors, um, you know, but really the key of franchising is that does allow growth very quickly. And that's the economies of scale. And that's what we knew was going to make, again, profitability. There is a slow and steady growth strategy. And I will say, we probably could make more money as a franchise home office unit if we had corporate stores generating revenue for us. I'm not saying that, but it's also a distraction. And, you know, our focus is on our franchisees and that's really where we keep it and on their support and growing the brand in that way. And so um, we're really, you know, I think it's what sets us apart. And it's also what I love about it is it really does bring the community in to the system, right? You know, people don't know that. I actually... Did not, I mean, I knew my dad was a franchisee, but I never understood franchising systems. And really, everything is locally owned and operated. You just have outsourced support you're paying for, right? And resources and all of the upfront work for all the trademarks and legal fees. And so, you know, it's really awesome. It's um, a lot of our franchisees are family owned franchisees. You know, there are a dad and daughter, a husband and wife, you know, brothers and sisters. And so it's, um, it's really incredible to be able to see that dynamic as well. And you also have a couple of big names behind you, two New Orleans Saints champions, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. That's can right. You, can you tell it, us about their participation? Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, you know, Marcus Colson and his wife, Emily Colson, they were the first NFL uh, partnership that we had. And we had an investor before that and um, who helped us open our location and, you know, was kind of our initial investment, but we really did need, we were looking to grow, we wanted more funds. And, you know, we we're looking to also find strategic partnerships. Like how do we get mean squeeze on the map? You know, how do we look like, um, you know, one of our top, not a top competitor, but another smoothie brand is originally from New Orleans. And so, you know, there was a lot of natural competition here between us, of course, I'm a very competitive person, you know, <laughs> and um, it's, you know, funny Marcus, it just goes to show uh, Marcus found out about us from a message on LinkedIn that got sent from our first employee. His name is Jesse. And he reached out to Marcus and he was just like telling him all about our company, our brand, New Orleans. You know, we all, um, I grew up going to see the Saints. So I saw Marcus play his entire career. All of us did. I mean, he's just yeah. like, he's a sacred person here in the uh-huh. city. He's just incredible. And um, it's funny, Marcus reached out and he was like, I don't know what happened, but I was in the car with my wife and we were talking about how we wanted to open up a smoothie place. And like, I read your message, like literally in that conversation, oh, wow. it's right when Jesse's message came in. I mean, and it's literally been like history ever since. I mean, and so it's just been, it's kind of crazy how that happened. And mm-hmm. him and Emily were just so passionate. They're so passionate about giving back to the communities. And I know mm-hmm. they're really passionate about getting involved in a brand like ours with a mission of like spreading that wellness across the country. So that was a really interesting and just really fun partnership with them. They've just been really incredible. And um, Thomas Morstead, uh, not the exact same thing, but again, just a very organic conversation. You know, he started out as a customer at our first franchise location here in Metairie, Louisiana. I'll never forget. I took a picture of his daughter on opening day because she had acai like all over her face. It was like that cute little <laughs> kid, like acai everywhere. Yes. And we didn't know that it was his daughter. I had no idea that it was his wife and daughter. 
But we were like, can we please take your picture? She's so cute. And I mean, literally, like we had just, they had heard about us because of Marcus. And you know, Thomas reached out to us and he's like, I want to know more. Like, I love to learn more. Like, I love your product. I go in there all the time. Like my family lives down the street. And um, and that's how he joined us as well. Just really a fan of the product and the people, right? And really the, the mission of what we were doing. And um, they, they definitely saw, I think, what our team could see we were going to do. You know, they had a lot of belief in us, a lot of faith in us. And I, um, I just cannot appreciate their their early faith enough because they really are what helped bring us to where we are today. Oh, yeah. The hometown heroes and such great yeah. guys as they are definitely can help. So you had a lot of great information on your website regarding franchising. And we've already talked about your products, which just sound incredible. And you work so hard on those. But you also mentioned people. And you talk about on your website that you have the best franchisees. What qualities do you look for in potential franchisees? Absolutely. I mean, honestly, you know, people are what breeds life into the business. You know, we can have a great business model, but without the breath (laughs) and someone driving it, it's not going to do anything. And so we know, I mean, if you meet um, I know you're like, oh, I love your energy. Well, every single person in our office is like this. I mean, we just, we're just so excited. We're so passionate. And really the test is, is are you this passionate? Like, are you as excited about winning? Like passionate about winning in your community and winning for your product and winning for your team, right? Like we want you to be passionate and be driven to be successful um, because really without a drive and we want our owners to be engaged. You know, we were meeting with some franchisee candidates and, you know, what our faith thinks here is they're like, we love to build people and grow people. And that's our generational wealth, right? Is, you know, and instilling in the teams. And so it's also, you know, we want them to be involved in the business and to know where they need to invest their time in the business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we really do appreciate, I think, people with brick and mortar experience, restaurant industry experience. It's just very helpful um, because it is very niche. It's just very different. Um, not many people will have juicing experience except for their own personal Juicing and whatnot, so to speak. Um, but everybody's had a smoothie before, I feel, in their lives. Acai bowls might be a little different. Um, and so, you know, really the, the people breathe life. And it's it's really interesting. A lot of our franchisees, they, they start out as customers. I can't even tell you time and time again. We have a huge deal we're working on right now and um, 15 locations. And they found out as customers because they had come in to the store a couple of times visiting in New Orleans. And so, um, you know, the product speaks for itself. It is contagious. And it's also the environment. We're creating this, like, this hub, you know, a place like, um, it's funny, before Main Squeeze, I used to joke, like, Whole Foods is my happy place. I'm like, right here and everything was like healthy and it was yeah. like clean and it smelled great. And like, that's the aesthetic and like what we create for you at a Main Squeeze too. And I think that people just... They can see themselves there and the people that can do that and they can see bringing that to their communities like we feel it, mm-hmm. you know, it can't be, hey, well, I maybe want to open here or, you know, it's, it's not about, well, what can you do for me? And hey, this is it. It's not, hey, we're going to give you the model. We have everything for you to be successful. We really do. But it's about what do you want to do? What's important to you? What's your why? You know, and why do you do that? And typically that's how we find what drives them and what motivates them. But, you know, I think everybody here, it's like passion and purpose and whatever you're doing, because that's what's going to drive results. You know, that's what mm-hmm. we can't teach somebody really. Um, you know, I can train you and give you lots of tools, but I don't think I could do that. You know, yes, um, I, I agree <laughs> with that. And to, and to your point about wanting your franchisees to be involved, you actually require the franchisee to personally be involved the first 120 days of operation. So you walk the talk on that is what I read. 
Yes, absolutely. And we just, because nobody's going to care about your business the way that you do. I mean, and that's the truth. There's just no one that's going to be paying attention the way. There's nobody that's going to talk to your customers the same way. There's nobody that's going to inspire your team the way that you would. And so, you know, it's just so important. And, you know, we found, I will say early on, we didn't realize that that had to be a written requirement, to be honest. You know, we just figured it was, oh, everybody's going to do that because that's what we can do. You know, and like, that sounds great. So it is also part of why we put an agreement is because when we send that agreement early on, that's just the expectation. We want everybody to know what we expect because mm-hmm. it's just one, it would be unfair for one. Um, and two, you know, it is, is this the right fit for you? Because not every franchise does require that, you know, but not every franchise does what we're doing and it serves what we're serving and creates what we're creating. So, you know, you just, we want people to be really clear about that understanding and you get what you, you read what you sow in everything that you do in business, but especially when you launch a store that is like your, that is like the most sacred time um, to make sure you're in your store and you're paying attention in your community because that's when you win. And if you don't pay attention then, one, why would you pay attention a year later or two years later? You know, so creating those foundational pieces to make the operation grow steadily over time. And then you're really prepared as an operator, right? As well, because you've been kind of required to spend that time and create that muscle memory and create those new programs and, and processes for you and for your location. Well, I, that, I think that's a great requirement personally, but um, let's talk about something else you provide. So you have great products. Obviously you have a great support system at the, at your home office, but you also seem to be very advanced with technology. There's a proprietary system to help with site selection. Then you have a ton of things for customers, mobile ordering, kiosk, an app, proprietary POS system, et cetera. Can you tell us a little bit about your technological platform? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I would say the reason that we have such a high technology focus is 100% a testament to Thomas and his knowledge in franchising, um, because he's had a lot of previous franchising experience um, with a cell phone repair. And, you know, the tools, the technology for inventory for them, you know, it's kind of when he could see it and then customer data mm-hmm. and return on operation, you know, and he was like, this, there's something here. And um, it's actually interesting when we found Mansplies, we actually found it was a it was a hybrid deal where we found somebody who had created their own proprietary system for a cell phone repair. That's actually what Thomas went to find, what he went to see and discovered Mansplies in this visit at the same time. I mean, it's literally like the stars aligned for us. And mm-hmm. um, so we would only do the deal if we got both. And that was our thing because we knew we needed this. Um, and me coming in in a juice, I mean, we're, we're basically, we're a production facility. We're producing something in terms of juice, like mm-hmm. bottle juice, like we needed the tools, like inventory management, cost of goods, production, mm-hmm. what that looks like, ticket times for smoothies and customer experience. Um, all that we knew would be helpful and like necessary to operate, but we just didn't understand. And we also knew it would be helpful for owners, you know, Thomas um, and rightfully so, we're just such believers in empowering people because everybody has, but you need the tools, right? I'm going to empower you with the tools and the information and the foundation. And we've selected you, our winning team to drive that forward, right? It's kind of like how we've done. And so really we've always started with the foundation. It's been a huge expense. I mean, we've had developers on our salary since day one, mm-hmm. um, but it's not something we regret whatsoever. It really is what we feel set us apart. And it is what actually helped us pivot so much through the pandemic uh, more than anything. So what's incredible about our system is we don't use any other point of sale operating system. It's our custom system. Like we created it, the images, the functionality, the pay points, how it connects to customers. Everything is custom built just for our brand and our customers. 
that also makes this the easiest to use, which has been great because, you know, the labor market's just been hard. Not everybody could even save their job for very long. They just had so much in their life right now, nice. you know? And so it really does help with that and just the ease of the operation. Um, but the insight into the operation is incredible. It'll tell us what, what did you sell the past seven days and how much more should you make of juice? You don't have to guess it. It's there. It's written and it actually calculates it for you. And then all you have to do is say, oh, well, maybe I'll have a little bit more because I have a sale today, you know? And so it's very, very basic and minimal. Um, but, you know, and that had a back and dashboard of metrics and data really empowering our operators to be like the operator for their business and know the information wherever they were. Um, and that opportunity, having this business, I remember when the pandemic hit, I mean, I think we switched to our our, um, our curbside mobile ordering, not our app, but our website ordering in two months is what wow. it took us to do. Two months. And that was a game changer. Um, we have drive-through models already, which really helped us in the pandemic, which is incredible. We did invest in that because we knew we had to be fast. That's actually the one problem with our product being fresh is it's just not easily as fast. Um, but I've been working on a lot of things to make it that way. Um, so don't worry. I'll be, spe- I'll be in Chick-fil-A speed pretty soon. And, um, awesome. you know, and so getting, getting it quick and fast. So we were able to do a curbside app on our website, mobile ordering, where you have to like say you're here, but you didn't have to go inside basically. And that was how we kept every location open. I mean, we didn't have one closure, anything. And then in that time, we also built our app. I mean, we fast-tracked our app and we built that in a year just with our team and our development team. We didn't outsource that to anybody else. And it is by far like the best app out there. Um, and what's incredible is just how the orders are done. I mean, I definitely encourage you to download it, Kathy. You would love it. Oh, lots of good information. You'll see me on there. There's lots of tutorials and education information. You can see all of our locations, um, the nutritionals on the products. But what's incredible about the ordering process is we, we leveled up what every other app does. And I use mobile apps all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're working full time. You're in and out. I mean, that's just like the day, the, the day in the life of me. Right. What's beautiful about this app is I do not even have to get out of my car. So literally the purpose and the point of what we do is we do um, geofencing technology. So basically it'll ping the store when I'm about 200 feet away and say, hey, Julie's arriving. She's coming up. This is her car. Make sure you bring it to her. I've had some times where I literally drive up. I don't even get out of the street. It comes in my car and I just like keep on driving. Like it's literally that fast. Um, and again, I have a, a two-year-old getting her in and out of a car seat is like the bane of my existence. So being <laughs> yeah. able to get in and out with that, that has been really awesome. And again, that just helps with customer frequency. It helps with, um, you know, gaining more customers and attraction, engaging our community in a way because, they can engage with us now. They have a way in the palm of their hands to do that with information and education. And you can even order products up to three days in advance. So, you know, you want to schedule a cleanse. You want to do something tomorrow. It's ready. It's there for you. I actually, um, I joke sometimes it's so easy. I actually forget to go pick it up because it's like literally that simple. Oh my gosh. Truly. It's happened at least twice to me, um, but that's okay. And uh, I mean, it's just that great and that seamless and that technology, you know, we believe our mission is making healthy easier, right? And that's our mission for our customers. But for our franchisees, we want to make the operation easier. We can't make healthy easier if the operation is not easier to do. And so that's really what really my job is when I say I'm the one to innovate. I mean, we get to try to make this easier. Like I have, you know, I feel like I have the best job in the world where I get to go and try to find solutions, you know, for yeah. everybody. And like, how do I drive it forward? Not even just solutions. But how do I get you more? How do we do better? How do we level up? How do we elevate what we're doing? And so it's just, it's an interesting technology really allows us to do that. You know, it's just kind of a foundational principle platform. And 
that ties up to meal delivery programs. We're, we're doing integrations there. Um, so it's just been, and then the self-order kiosk, just another way we're making it easier. Mm -hmm. And another thing we did in the pandemic that we rolled out, I think in just a couple of months, um, it's basically like the kiosk you'd see at a place that has no employees. Like you don't even need to have an interaction. You can get right in and out. Again, it's about speed. It's about fast. Um, and then of course it was kind of a contactless transaction, right. At that point too, which has been really great. Um, and that does help us open up to different models. I think, um, think like food court kiosks, right? Mm -hmm. Or airport kiosks and things like that. So it really actually opens up our business model in a way as well that we're really excited about. And, and then, um, and if you think about from a franchisee perspective, this is all just wonderful support they receive from you. So it's just a compelling reason to become a franchisee of your concept. Yeah, absolutely. No, and that's, that's the beauty. And you know, they're only improving and innovating. That's what we tell everybody. This is what we have today. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of plans for tomorrow. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that you never sit still. So that is that is true. But that's what makes I think that's what makes your concept so compelling and your growth so fast, actually. Yeah. And I know um the last question I'll ask you about actually your franchise support and your and your brand sure. is when you talk about marketing, what's interesting to me is that you focus on education. So mm-hmm. when I was looking through your components, it really seemed like it was like, how do we educate consumers versus how do we persuade them to buy our product. Is that an intentional strategy? A hundred percent. And that's really been our strategy from the beginning because our customers, especially our type of customer, they're a customer who is like searching for information. They're the ones that are actively looking and they're learning and they're growing, right? I mean, there's going to be people who know how to juice and they've been hardcore juicing, right? And they've lived healthy their whole life. That's going to be there. And I think we're going to get that customer. We'll be a great, we'll be a great fit for them, you know, but our it's interesting, our marketing and our demographics, you know, we've been really honing in on our age range and like, who is our customer, right? And it's primarily females between the ages of 25 and 45. That's mm-hmm. like our age range. And those are the women typically that are making decisions for their families, mm-hmm. whether that be their children, their spouses, their parents, right? And so it's, you know, I think as a dietitian, you know, I think part of what my mission was and really what I've really um, worked so hard with our leadership team and our team is that we want to put stuff out there that is good for people. That's what we do for the product, but that's what we have to do with the information. We could easily say, you could lose X amount of weight and that this will change. I mean, we could, we could totally say that because people do lose a lot of weight on our products, but that's just not what it's about. Why? What are we doing? What are you eating? And like, how do you feel about it? Um, you know, and so that's really, that's really our information is to give people, we know that our products are amazing. We know they taste great. Um, that's why we do a lot of free samples. Um, it's the easiest way to get somebody to buy our products because they're so good. Um, but, you know, and even just recently, we've been putting more money behind our dollars and it literally solidified what our inclining what our hunch was, is that our posts that have more information, they're longer, perform better. So that's what people want. That's the ads that are getting more traction. That's what, and it's so counterintuitive because I feel like when social media started, it's like a snip, right? Like your Twitter caption and that's it. Like mm-hmm. nobody wants to read a lot and it's all about the image, but our customer really wants to read. Mm-hmm. And so it's great. We're using that. Okay, wow. So we're making efforts. We're going to need to do an email blog post. We've got to find more ways to get regular information. And we're looking at podcasts for us because people are like craving the information. Yes. And so- you know, the marketing and what we're doing right now is I think just the start, you know, we have so many um, other exciting opportunities ahead of us this year. And we've invested in some great experts to help bring us along the way. Um, and so that's separating, but that nutrition education is only going to 
kind of have more outlets actually as of this year that we're very, very excited about. Well, I'll be watching for that because that's that's very yes. interesting to me. So I can't believe our time is coming to an end. But Julie, I want to ask you two last questions. You have done a lot in the last 10 years. All that you've accomplished, all your knowledge about nutrition, et cetera, and how you've applied that to a franchising model is just incredible. What are you most proud of? I think as a system, there's just so many instances and opportunities and challenges that I just could not be more proud of and how our team's been ourselves. But, you know, I think for me personally and in my development and growth in this process and, you know, what I'm most proud of is I think there came a point in my career here where it was, you know, you have to humble yourself as a leader to be able to lead everybody else and to be able to grow your team and to be able to do what we need to do, you know, and there's a lot of it's easy to do the work yourself because you can do it right and you can do it perfectly, but that's never going to be something that gets you to where you want to be, especially if you're thinking big picture. And so one of the things I'm most proud of is, you know, I, that was a struggle for me actually originally because I'm still, I was so in it. That's what I was doing before. Mm -hmm. And you know, the challenge of growing a business and a brand becoming a leader is also finding the right people and also building your team and cultivating your team. And I think that's really one of the things I'm most proud about is the team that we've built here. Um, the franchisees that we're bringing in, the teams and the cultures that we're really striving to instill. Because I think, you know, we, when you talk about companies, everyone's like recession proof and but like that's at the core. What makes you recession proof is your culture, it's your people, and it's your team. Because that's what people people connect to people, no matter what anybody else says. So, um, you know, being able to have that, and that's not just my efforts, but I learned so much. Thomas really like watching his example. Um, and he really helped me like, and I just, I had these experiences where I was just humbled of like, everybody has this in them. And I now have this new purpose of growing our team, you know, and, and that impact and what that's going to do. And not only are we moving the needle for our franchisees and for our customers, but like we're growing an incredible team here and they're going to be the leaders of the future. And that, that's an impact that I never even knew, right. I would have. I'm just most proud of that experience and what we've been able to do. And I just, um, I know that's only going to continue to grow. It definitely is. And my last question for you, gosh, you've been in franchising since you were in a playpen, but is there <laughs> anything you wish you had known before you started this journey at Main Squeeze? You know, I think for me, I really wish I had done a better job of just researching what other franchises had done in the past. You know, we spent, I know myself personally, not necessarily Thomas and Michael, they had it, but you know, it's just franchising is a different world and how you work, how you communicate with vendors how you're working with franchisees. I mean, they don't work for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they don't work for you. We're working mm -hmm. together and I don't work for you either. So like, what does that look like? You know? And so it's, you know, I think for me, I was, you know, I was a little bit younger coming into and I, you know, I had the wide eyes of what does this look like in dynamics? I've been in what I would consider corporate America or like healthcare system before. And um, so that to me was just, it took some learning curves and I know that that I, I wish I had been more prepared. I feel like I could have contributed a bit more probably in the beginning of that. But to me, franchising is such, um, it's a people business and it it's is. a partnership business. And that doesn't just, that's with your franchisees, it's with your community, it's with your vendors. It's how you strategically get people to get you what you want um, in terms of pricing and logistics. And, um, you know, that definitely, it took me some time. I mean, I, I'm, the journey to get me here was necessary. But if um, yes, I could have used that information. I think it would have helped uh, in those early days for sure. 
And I teach a lot of that in my classes. So I'm glad to hear you say that. Julie, I can't (laughs) thank you enough for your time with us today. What a wonderful concept. And I wish you nothing but the best of success in the future. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kathy. It was an absolute pleasure to talk to you guys and just really appreciate the time. Franchise U is brought to you by the Yum Center for Global Franchise Excellence at the University of Louisville. For more information on the center, visit business.louisville.edu/yumcgfe. Thank you for listening to Franchise U.